First of all, I just want to say, uh, I just want to say thanks for coming, and I'm delighted to have you as a senior, seasoned, experienced nurses. One of the seasoned, experienced nurses. For first of all, at my one of my objectives in this program, empowering new nurses show, is to share with young nurses who are inexperienced to um, help them grow. As some of us get older, we are actually um, handing, passing on the baton. And this noble profession, we wanted to continue the way it has been going in an upward, with an upward mobility. And so this is one of the reasons why I said, you know, having shared some of your experiences with young nurses and the world at this point, to know that this noble profession has people who have dedicated their lives and you're one of them. I've seen you work, I've observed you, and you're always willing to help others and to share the knowledge you have with other young nurses. I really appreciate that, and I appreciate you coming on to share with us a little about yourself. I'm delighted today, I'm truly delighted to have some such a person as you here to share your experiences with us. So Mary, at this time on the Empowering New Nurses show, I'm excited that you're here and I welcome you. And I just want you to just tell us, just tell the world a little about yourself as a nurse. In Mary, thank you so much for all those kind words. Anyway, I started nursing late in life, as you know, and uh, right now I work for Montefiore Medical and I am presently working in the NICU. I'm there now the last five years. And prior to that, I worked in mother baby with the new moms. <clears throat> and uh, I was there for five years. And uh, I only did my nursing in my NCLEX in 2012. So I'm really not that old of a nurse at all. Um, Prior to that, I had a completely different life. But from I was a little girl, I always wanted to do nursing. So I followed my dreams. And I'm very happy that I did because it has exposed me to so many new things in life. And it continues to do so. So um, I am almost have my five years in in the NICU. And I'm kind of getting um, nitsy again and wondering where am I going to move to next? <laughs> Oh, Mary, it's such a pleasure having worked with you and see your progress and the way you care for um, patients and their families. I know you have had experience in med surge. You have had experience in mother baby. Just tell us a little of your teaching method as you see the anxious mothers and your parent, the family that come to visit or on the med surge, just in any little area you want to, that you want to reflect on as a nurse, how you had to reach out. So I always found that extremely easy to do because especially in mother baby, I'm a mother. So I was always able to stand in their shoes and go from there. It was something I just found very, very easy to do. Um, you know, I sat with those new moms at their level and we talked about everything that was important to a new mother. Um, and those questions that they would have 
asked. And in addition to that, those questions they would have asked, you, I know you're in the neonatal ICU, the little, little neonates. And I know that you would want to say, how do you, uh, the care that those little ones as treating them as a person, they're so, tell us a little about the delicacy of that, just a little. That is out on its own. That's a complete specialty. And it's something that I really enjoy doing. Now, when a new mother comes into the NICU and she sees just the whole environment, it's so frightening and scary for her. So it's a very delicate area that you have to start off with in small steps, explaining everything to them. So when they come in, we try, first of all, to get them somewhat relaxed but that's virtually impossible because they're so scared there's so many machines there's so much beeping there's just so much going on that it's intimidating but little bit by little bit we explain everything to the new mom and the new dad when they come into the NICU and with time they actually after especially if they spend a, a couple of months as little micro preemies do in the NICU they know exactly what we're doing on a day-to-day -day basis and they've become so comfortable with it that it's exciting to watch. That's great. That's great. So tell me something about like some mothers or some people out there, they might be wondering if the mothers would get, and the babies would get breast milk. And why do you think, what you would tell us, why is it important for the moms to give some breast milk to the baby? Why is it so important? They're in that, they're so small and they're in that um, environment. Why would breast milk be important to them? Oh, Miriam, breast milk is so important. Breast milk is the liquid gold of the earth. And if, you can give anything to your newborn baby. That's the one thing you want to give first. So when we have our little micro preemies come into the NICU, you know, they're not eating. So you think they don't need breast milk, but yes, they do need breast milk. What we do is the moms are making colostrum, which we call liquid gold. And when they take that into the NICU, we put it onto a, like a Q-tip and we put it into the buccal area of the sides of the mouth and allow the gums to absorb it. And that is real medicine. That's probably... Okay. You get Do much better. Get off to a great start. So that's something that we look for very early in the game and any new baby that gets that always does well. Great, thank you so much. So you're in that little NICU environment, but you have also been in other areas and you have new nurses. I know you have been an exceptional preceptor and you have new nurses coming on. What's the, what's the um, what do they look like? What does that look like when you have new nurses coming on for um, pre to be preceptor to to get that knowledge for your imparting your knowledge to what does it usually look like? What is it usually like for you? And I know you're one of those who are usually willing to take. You know, sometimes we go on the unit, as you know, and you will have some nurses who might say, "No, 
not at this time or so, but you're one of those who are usually willing to um, share and empower our nurses. What does that look like? And what do you do normally? A little of that. Um, well, Miriam, as you know, yes, I've taken on a couple of different young nurses coming in and I always feel sorry for them that they get me. Mm-hmm. But together we work, we work very close together and it's challenging for a new nurse coming into any system right now because all the hospitals are busy. And being a preceptor, I'm busy. So it's very hard to break my day up to also cover my work and teach. So we have to find a middle ground that we both can you know, get what we need, need to get out of it. Um, The new nurses coming in are very well educated when it comes to the book. They're definitely, they have covered an endless amount of information. However, they're not getting what they need to get from the clinical aspect. And of course we can blame COVID for a lot of that. So they have a lot to learn. And I know myself when I came into the system, I had a lot to learn. So it takes you at least five years to get a good grasp on what's going on. Um, but for our new nurses, they have, to, they have to move at the speed of lightning. And that's the hardest part for them because especially in the NICU, it's a challenging area. So they might only see something once. So they really got to jump in there and learn whenever that day presents itself. For our um, new orientee now, what we do is whatever we get to cover in that day, I ask her to please go home and try to recover it again using uh, her book plus YouTube videos because there's some fabulous YouTube videos. out. Great, great. Thank you for that. And so because of certain experiences that I've had and seeing that our young nurses and our nurses who are just coming on board, because things have changed rapidly and drastically, we, I think that, um, you know, it's important for them to get that extra as you have made them, they have to be accountable because you can do so much they have to be responsible enough to want to learn. And as you've made reference to the YouTube, there are so many different experiences that they can gain from that. So um, you, um, what would you say my, this program in itself, just empowering new nurses, what do you think the young nurses can glean from that? Well, there's, a, there's just an endless amount of information out there when it comes to YouTube. So for even me, I use YouTube. I experience something new at work and I come home and I will look at many, many videos. And we know if you search something, you're going to get endless amount of information regarding that topic. So I'm constantly telling the the new nurses at work, go and Google it and you'll get all the information you need and you can come up with your own opinion after it. Yes, and you would definitely be a resource person so that when they go and they look and if they're seeing anything that of interest, they can share it because on time, at times you would have your meetings, you would have staff meetings and the, the empowerment of the new nurse is so much. So they, most of them are so computer literate that they can just pick things so easily and get it going and can share it on the units. So that's, that is great. So, you know, during COVID time, I was there. 
right? And um, tell me any experiences that you had with encountering me or how I've impacted you in any way, you know, that any new procedures or anything that were, you know, I mean, challenging at the time because we all went through it together. Any experiences that you are, recollection of anything? Well, Miriam, COVID was, as you know yourself, that was completely out on its own. Hopefully we never experienced anything like it. But probably the number one uh, factor that we all had to face and face fast was the PPB and get everything together relatively fast. Uh, I found that probably the most challenging part was to have to wear all the PPE, especially when I go to labor room. And I know that was something you used to come after us and say, we need to wear our N95s, we need to wear our, our goggles or our shields, whichever we had available to us. And then you go to the labor room and you wore the hat, the shoes, the, the top, the bottom. Oh my God, that was something else, especially at my time in life when I used to be sweating my brains out underneath it all. <laughs> uh, and there were many nurses in the same boat. And I don't think people realized what we really went through when that, that was all going on. It was indeed. But Miriam, you contributed immensely to all of this and in all of our teaching around it because it was such a fast paced time and we had to move fast with it. And you are constantly uh, going from unit to unit, hospital to hospital, uh, working as hard as any human being could ever work. And I will never forget you for it. And all the new, uh, you know, initiatives, initiatives. And bring to the nurses. And, and we were always delighted to see you coming. You always had something new to share with us. And I, Personally, thank you for all the encouragement that you give me over the years in Montefiore. Every time I met you, you always encouraged me. And I think that's why I left postpartum and I went to NICU when I did. Something I'm not sorry I did. I'm delighted I did it. I've learned so much. I've met great people, worked closely with doctors. It was everything that I could have ever dreamed of. And I would never have done it only for you encouraged me to do it. Thank you. And I remember encouraging you at times, not every time, but I remember encouraging you and you were, you really wanted to go ahead. And um, I remember your first time over in the NICU, Unital ICU, and you are, you've done such a great job. And I just want to tell you thanks also for your impact on the nurses who came by and they learned so much from you. You're always willing to help. So Mary, with some of these new procedures and what's going on now, what would you say? What were, would be some words of takeaway? You know, it's a new world. The baby boomers, including myself, are leaving and have left. And we have a younger generation. And many of them don't have that experience as yet. But as you said before, you encourage them to go to YouTube and other um, social media or devices and different modes of um, learning and modules and be accountable. We also encourage them to join some of the nursing organizations and participate, you know, let them, let, they're talented and they can learn so much. And, and of course, they can advance their education because there's so many ways um, to do that. Mary, in my time, my younger years, 
it was such somewhat limited in terms of speciality. But can you tell us some of the different areas that people are specializing from your own experience now? You know. Uh, so I know a lot of the new nurses that come in, they spend a couple of years in med surge or in, in a particular area, and then they, they move on. Education is a big area where they're moving into. Um, Recently now we have a nurse that's moving into case management, infection control, informatics, um, quality control, uh, managing clinical development. Nursing is just so broad that, you know, there's so many areas you can move into and you can, if you don't like it, you can move on, you can do something else. So for the new nurses coming in, there's, um, there's so much choice. Yes. You're, if you decide that you're not a bedside nurse, there's just so much choice out there for them. Um, the one area I think that's going to need a lot of nurses is mental illness. Mm. We're seeing a huge change since COVID in the whole mental illness um, area. And safety on the job has become a big thing for a lot of nurses. Mm. So... I do think we're going to need improvement in that area and also improvement for the nurses because like there's a lot of emotional roller coasters going on now with mental illness, their families, their friends. So, and there's a lot more physical demands on the job over it as well. So, as I said, it, there, there's just so many choices. There's so many areas you can go into. There's something for everybody. Thank you. You have tapped in a lot. That's great. That's great. You know, some of the nurses themselves, they lost loved ones, you know, and that those are some of the reasons why right now some people, they have what? They have retired earlier than they thought they would have. They had planned for, you know, and er nurses are leaving. So many are leaving the bedside and going into other areas of speciality without they have to do the hands on. But I know you're one of those who enjoy clinical nursing. I know that. And I just want to say thanks for coming on the show. I actually have a YouTube um, a, a YouTube um, program, which is Empowering New Nurses. You know, and I can be I can be seen on the you can connect with me or anyone can connect with me on empowering new nurses, which I think it's critical in these times because nurses need to be able to advocate for their patients and also for themselves. You know, there were times before when we were just advocating for the patient, just for the patient. But just pause and think about yourself, the pressures that have come on recently in this changing world. So you also need to advocate for yourself. You have to be mindful of yourself and do some self-care. You know, Mary, so often we don't get what? You don't get your lunchtime. You, oh, yes. Just tell us a little about that. Sometimes oh, how yes. challenging it can be. Oh, definitely. There, there has been days that have been very, very challenging. And it's not only that you don't get to eat, but you don't get to go to the bathroom when you want, when you need mm. to eat. You hold that too. But there's also an anxiety, an anxiety level at work when you have those days because there's so much to cover and you don't want to miss a beat. Right. And by doing that, of course, you come to the wall and you do everything else for, you know, your patient and the family. 
because the family is a huge part of nursing care anymore. Um, in particular, where I am, the family is, you know, the whole family unit is part of the nursing care. Um, I'm so you, happy. How do you take care of yourself? We're all different. Um, your time off is so valuable because our shifts are very long and it can be an emotional roller coaster. Uh, and also there can be a lot of emotional involvement at the bedside. So you need your time off and it's so important that you take your time off. I'm so happy you mentioned, Mary, about the fact that we have um, the patient's involvement. They are part of, can you just elaborate a little bit on that? How the patient's family, how the family, the patients themselves become a part of their treatment. Remember, there were those days when the doctor would just give you some prescription or just say something and you just run ahead. But th those days are gone, long, long gone. So can you tell us a little about that? Yeah, those days are gone. So, I mean, and thank God they're gone because any one of us that would end up in hospital, we need an advocate. Yes, we all need a good advocate. So in the hospital, it's it's vitally important that we include the patient's family, whoever their advocate is going to be, uh, and they become part of their care. So, you know, we all know when we admit a patient in hospital, the discharge process starts. Well, that's where it all starts with their advocate. So uh, usually that family member is very involved in the patient's care in the doctor's roundings, their visits, they, they, you know, the patient gives the authority for them to be part of their care. So they're completely part of everything that goes on. Uh, and when it comes to discharge, they're the ones that the patient is being discharged home to, to take care of. So that's a vital part of uh, care anymore. Thank you so much, Mary. And as we're about to conclude our little interview, I want to let you know that I truly appreciate you coming on. And if there's anything you want us to pass on to our nurses and the world, because you are one of those seasoned registered nurses who have contributed a lot to the nursing profession and to humanity. We really do appreciate that. And I just want to let you know also that I can be, con I can be connected on um, Instagram at Podcast Mirror. I'm on YouTube as Miriam Amanda Smith. And you got Spotify. It's, there's a tree. There's a um, link tree there, you know. So I have, I have a passion for nursing. And you have seen that over the years. I have a passion for nursing. I have a passion for imparting the knowledge that I've gained over many, many, many years, Mary. And um, I love to see my young nurses. I love to see my nurses progress. And I love to see my nurses question and know the rationale by applying or using the evidence-based practice. And we know that evidence-based, actually, it's researchable, it's empirical. There's no question about that. It's not a guessing, you know, if this works or that works, but it has been scientifically proven that the benefits are thus. And that's what clinical practice is all about. So that every patient, everyone with culture, with diversity, whether color, creed, um, ethnicity, all of the above, that they receive the highest quality care that the nurse 
or the interprofessional team should be able to offer. So as we close, I just want to tell you thanks for coming on and sharing as a uh, your expertise, which is a wealth of that. And I'm just praying and hoping that as you continue to impact um, the lives of nurses and the interprofessional team, and the patients and their family, that you will be rewarded. And I know the inner joy and the inner peace that you get and the satisfaction, the, patient, the nurse-patient relationship and, and satisfaction will be continued. And I just ask you at this time just to say a word to our nurses or whatever you choose to leave with all of us. Well, Miriam, nurses are the angel of the earth. so. And right now, there's big changes coming because of technology. I mean, technology is taking over. But together, the nurses are redesigning the U.S. health system. And may they all continue to work hard, to do research, to build more evidence-based care. And I think we're moving into a, a whole new future of nursing. Thank you so much for coming on to the Empower New Nurses show.